It's time to break down the game film and look at the X's and O's, the KO's and the O's from the world of sports. Bet Online presents All Balls, All Sports. Well, let's dive right in. The Carolina Panthers running back Christian McCaffrey did a photo shoot for GQ. That is a whole different kind of fantasy football. Uh, McCaffrey spread looks like he's trying to figure out what outfit to wear to an Andy Cohen party. It's <laughs> wild. Yeah, um, there he you is. You know who just picked up Mc? Yeah, he's in his We're underwear. We're talking about Williams built like a brick shit house. Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> yeah, he oh. is. He is, but he's also short-ish, so he has that compact, you know, yeah. muscle look on him. But yeah, he's in great shape. Yeah, Billy Eichner just picked him for his fantasy football team. <laughs> Come on, everybody. Uh, yeah, it's pretty – do we have the robe one, too, which at one point uh, Gary suggested maybe the least uh, sexual, and yet um, it, then you see it and you go, my goodness. Uh, he's got to be – yeah. Wow. Is, a great it, is this shot. working for you, Gina? Uh, I mean, I I, I – Never, I don't know who this is, and he is. I thought he was a model. Oh, he wants a stamp, Stanford educated, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, is back. he gonna be the next bachelor or something? No, he's no, a he's professional uh, football running player. back for yeah, <laughs> Carolina <laughs> Panthers, right? <laughs> Apparently, you didn't even hear the intro, boy. No. You tune out right no, at the no, top. No, I, that's what I'm saying, though. I mean, would they pick someone like him to star in The Bachelor? I don't think he'd do. He's married to a oh, gorgeous model, her name is uh, Olivia Culpo. Oh, she's hot. She's, uh, cool, 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 she cool. is hot. She, uh, they've like been married a little minders. over a year. He's, this is his fourth year in the league and he's a stud. He's, he's, you know, top five running back all the time. He's, and he's gotta be secure because you know, when he, next time he gets stuffed on a third and two, Bontez perfect or someone's just going to go, Hey, nice neckerchief. You know, <laughs> he's just, he's going to catch some flack on this, but, um, uh, Talk about all balls. That takes some. Uh, I can see yeah, all of that. Balls. Yeah, he's uh, he's in fantastic shape. Of course, his dad played in the league. Denver Bronco wide receiver, as I believe. Ed and McCaffrey. Ed McCaffrey. We don't have to look at it, but did have a very bad compound fracture accident that I've told you guys about in the past. He, what you know, the, Joe Theismann is probably the most famous. There's a couple, Ed Crumry. I think it was Ed Crumry, Tim Tim Crumry had one, but uh, McCaffrey had, his dad had one too, had a very sort of graphic breakage. Uh, Don't want to see it, Max Bata, but just take take my word for it. I believe you. Mm -hmm. It's not quite the photo spread this was. It's more x-ray oriented. Yes, not (laughs) x-ray, right. So it's in this month's uh, GQ if uh, anybody is so moved. Uh, go check it out, but uh, take some serious balls to do that photo shoot. What are we doing with GQ uh, and these kinds of magazines these days? Like all the men's magazines are not around anymore, or are they? I'm not talking about Playboy and Penthouse. I mean, remember all those 90s? Yeah, like jugs? Cracked? Uh, <laughs> maximum stuff. No, Maximum. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, there'll always be a place for jugs, but Maxim and and all those things are all those magazines. I was like, dude, magazines like it was like, (laughs) right. It was like a a photo spread 
with, with Nikki Cox, and then behind it yeah. was one. You want to build your own bong with PVC pipe? And then was a whole instructional <laughs> thing for that. And yeah, are those around? I, I feel like that that was a, a diff, different sort of simpler time, right? Yeah, I think they all became websites, and then they all left. FHM was another one. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I think they've all gone the way of Ed McCaffrey's lower leg. I think they're gone. Right. Yes. They're shot. Yep. Shall we continue? The Miami yeah. Heat beat the Boston Celtics in game one in overtime, and no one cares. Uh, mm-hmm. Call us when you hit game seven. NFL, uh, different kind of running back photo shoot here. Dallas running back Zeke Elliott, AC probably saw this during the game. He scored a TD against the Rams. Then he kind of lifted his jersey to show a belly tattoo of his trademark feed me move, like he's spooning cereal out of a bowl or something. And he's tattooed it now, complete with the spoon. Yeah. Um, And to his credit, he said about the tattoo, I'm not going to lie, it was painful. (laughs) Now, what are you going to do? You have to put giant tattoos on your belly. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're in the league. Uh, Obviously, it's going to be comical when he's been out of the league for 11 years and he's ballooned up to 315 pounds to have that laying around the apartment. You know, like it's going to be ironic for a while. Um, Yeah. In a while, I should say. Uh, he keeps adding to his nose earrings and I am so, and maybe that's a, you know, oxymoron, the nose earring, but the nose hoops, he keeps adding to his nose and I'm so bothered by the nose. Camara has the nose thing, men, women, it bumps me a little more in men, but the nose, the, the jewelry hanging, he, he keeps adding on that. It's the Dennis Rodman thing. It just, it's one of those things where yeah. it's like, I want to wipe it. I, I want to, I picturing him having a runny nose or whether there's a booger on it or what if it gets caught on something when he's, you know, performing yeah. oral on his lady friend. Sure. When, Face. Yeah, it's just, he is added. <laughs> no, no, Max Zapata. He's added. He's he's added multiple hoops yeah. onto that nose. It drives. Yeah, it, that's rookie. He's going to make a there. great fat guy someday. Yes, he is going to be. When he doesn't. I, I, I'm not sure if he fully understands this, but I mean, Great he is, you know, day. he's 26 and a half and running all day for a living. Wait till that shorter, stockier physique gets a few years out of the game, uh, yeah. especially when the metabolism is used to putting in whatever you want into it. And it just burns it like an army Jeep. Wait yeah. till the engine stops running at so many RPMs. <laughs> and he turns into rerun. That's yeah. right. You're going to feed gonna ease that pain. Maybe what leaves that pain is a neckerchief. I don't mm. know. I'm just guessing. Uh, rerun. They didn't feed him enough. Rerun. By three. Oh, yeah. You know, I don't. That goes back to that defensive back thing you were talking about, too. The 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 constant sort of um, celebrating and glorifying these minor moments in a game. Not saying a touchdown is a minor moment, but. Still, I mean, you know, I've seen him do a seven-yard run and then jump up and go, feed me. And you go, dude, seven yards. I I, uh, I completely agree, which is if the wide receiver, in fact, drops the pass, you're not allowed to celebrate as the DB. That's number one. Yeah. Yeah, you're not allowed to do that. If the kicker misses a chip shot, you're not allowed to do the big, you know, no good move. 
and the airplane move around the field right. as you celebrate. I and if you've one. scored, if you've scored, if you sorry, if you ran the ball, didn't score, and it's for under twelve yards, you're not allowed to do the big jump up and feed me thing. And I want to correct all my uh, NFLers. Recent uh, picture, multi multi hoops on uh, on the schnoz there, Max Pat. Um, Everyone is doing the weird biker move now where they sit and they go rum, rum, rum with the throttle and the big ape hanger uh, handlebars. Uh, Listen, fellas, a motorcycle does not have a throttle on the right and left grip. It's just so the-, <laughs> the right grip. You can't do both hands throttling. That that doesn't work that way. There's one hand. It's like it's like the guys who play the air saxophone. They put their thumb in their mouth and they go. And I'm like, get your thumb out of your mouth. That's not how you play the saxophone. You would hold it with both hands down around the yeah. middle of the saxophone, like Rob Lowe and St. Elmo's Fire. You don't you ride a motorcycle. With, there's not a throttle on both yeah. hands. It's just the one hand. It's just the right side yeah. has the throttle. The left is uh, the clutch. Left is the clutch. Right is the brake. Left is just a just a grip, and the right has the throttle. You can't do the two-handed throttle. Well, I would say this, Rob Lowe's. Uh, oh, there he is. He's getting, there. he's getting multi. He, it's growing. By the way, you don't. Once you get going with the nostril hoops, you, there is no finish line. It's going to keep going. Do Ugh. you go to a jewelry store for those? Do you have to try those on. Who's oh, the poor salesperson? Yeah. Players. Yeah. The mm-hmm. best thing Rob Lowe did with the saxophone was sling it over his shoulder. I love that. Like a guitar. Yes. No one's ever done that. <laughs> oh. Uh, let's keep him it playing, in the NFL. Him playing at the Halloween party at St. Elmo's Fire was the gayest <laughs> the straight lamest. thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it was lamest. simultaneously the gayest and straightest moment <laughs> in cinematic history, which was Rob Lowe playing. Well, until the movie 300 hit theaters, has there been something so simultaneously hetero and homo? That's right. Yeah. Yes. This is Christian McCaffrey territory. Here. That's right. This is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let's take it to different body styles in the NFL. Uh, Tampa Bay Bucks coach Bruce Arians is catching some heat from Brett Favre, of all people, for Criticizing Tom Brady after Sunday's loss to New Orleans, Aaron said both of Brady's interceptions were Brady's fault. He just came out and said it. Favre, who also, like Brady, went to a new new team late in his career, thought Arians made a mistake blaming Brady, thought it could lead to tension in the locker room, said he should have blamed it on the whole team. Uh, and then he texted Arians a picture of his wiener. But uh, <laughs> I, I just I I think that's old school thinking. This is the way Arians has always coached. He's got a winning record in the league. If he doesn't say something like that, which is in his character, then he's he's kowtowing to Tom Brady. I'm not sure that's the wisest move either. Or if Brett Favre is the delivery system for criticism at this point of any sort. Well. First off, nobody knows more than Brady. Those were bad balls that he wished he could get back. I mean, he the second he released the pick six, you could just see him go, oh, crap, I shouldn't have thrown that ball. So it's like yeah. nobody on the planet, I'm sure, is tougher on themselves than Tom Brady. Nobody's more aware of a bad outing than Tom Brady. And I bet you Tom Brady has 
I'll bet you two of his Super Bowl wins he's still beating himself up, up about playing like shit. I'll bet you if we could get Tom Brady drunk, he would then open his heart and tell you, yes, my second win and my fourth win, I'm still beating myself up for playing like shit. Like, and these are, these are in the wins. These are just bad balls. He, he knows it. And I, I don't think he's, he's got a problem with the, with Bruce. I, I disagree with, um, Brett Favre, Brett Favre on this, yeah. on this particular, this particular one. And, but people forget when Brett Favre went to Minnesota, he was a breath away of yeah. either going, going back to the Super Bowl. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. He just drew a yeah. bad Brett, you know, scrambling. I'm going to make this work kind of, kind of ball. And, yeah. uh, and he just threw a pick and that was the season, but he literally could have went back as a Minnesota Viking if, if it had not been for that ball. It's kind of an interesting thing. This sort of like, I can get away with it thing, which Joe Montana was great, but he didn't throw a lot of balls. Like I know the guy's in triple coverage, but I'm going to stick this one in here or I'm going to throw it across the field. Like I'm going to roll hard to my left and throw it all the way across the field to the right. And the thing about Brett Favre is Brett Favre physically could do that, but not all the time. And so it's so it's interesting that you in a weird way you'd rather have Joe Montana who couldn't do that as well as Favre so thus he didn't try it. He went with the high percentage balls. Well, Montana was like a pitcher with five pitches. He could lob it, he could softball it, he could get it to you a number of ways. I think guys like Favre, they have that gunslinger mentality. I'm going to throw this as fast and as hard as I can at a, a spoon size gap. And I think I can make it. Montana's going to go, I'm going to, nah, I think if he keeps running, I can actually just lob it over three guys heads and get it to him. But he so, would have never, yeah. he wouldn't have pulled the trigger, the, the bad pick that Brett no. Favre threw to right. get this, to get the, to get the Vikings out of the Super Bowl essentially. Montana yeah. would have grounded that ball or thrown it, thrown it out of the end zone or wide of the, the marker, right. you know, he would have thrown that ball out of bounds. He wouldn't have gone. Yeah. I think I can stick it. I think I can roll hard to my right and throw back to my left and stick it in there. Right. Yeah. He has no tells as a poker player. That's why, that's why you go with Montana. Um, and um, yeah. So, so I, I think I'm, I think we're all in agreement there. Brian, do you agree? Yeah, I, 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 I'm a, a Montana truther, obviously, being a 49ers fan. Right. He's the greatest. But his physical skills were, no, skills were nowhere near what Brett Favre's was. And that's, like Adam was saying, kind of Favre's curse, which is he has this fucking cannon for an arm. Had, and might still have. But he was like, I can fit this ball in there, whereas Montana would never even try it. He's like, he doesn't know. He, he knows he doesn't have the, you know, the juice. Imagine yeah. he had a cannon for an arm during his playing days. Imagine if he had those copper-infused socks during his days oh at God. Green Bay. That ball would go 110 <laughs> yards down the field. And also... Straight through James Jones. <laughs> I saw... We saw Favre in the south of France. And it was me and Max Pat and Mike, right? We were just yeah. walking around the south of France, like um, Con. And I was like... Mike was like, hey, that's Brett Favre. And... <laughs> Because, you know, you're in the south of France. You expect sure. to see. And that was Brett Favre. Brett Favre's a big dude. 
Mm-hmm. Brett Favre, yeah. you don't, everyone's big in football and you don't think of quarterbacks as big. Oh, he's a big chunk of dude. He ain't no Christian McCaffrey. Like, he's a big, tall no, no. dude. And yeah. that was also part of his thing. I think uh, Montana was a little more like, hey, I got to protect myself. I don't have a cannon right. for an arm. I'm going to play it a little more conservatively. And thus, you don't get those, you don't have all those picks. Yeah. All right, let's bring it home, Jeff. You got it. We're doing, uh, you want, shall we do our, um, you know what we have to do here? Hmm. We have to do our picks, our uh, bet the farm picks. All right. Oh. We got to do that for uh, for uh, betonline.ag. Uh, this week's games. This is where, of course, we each bet our home team's game. But you can take either side. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian won last week by taking the Cardinals. Everybody else took their actual team. Brian, <laughs> this week, 49ers at the Jets, giving seven. They're favored by seven. Niners are favored by seven last week, and it didn't work out. The Jets are not a good team. However, Jets are at home. Niners uh, doing the dreaded West Coast team goes to play cross-country for a 10 a.m. game their time. Uh, I think the Niners win, but I do not think it's by seven points. I'm taking uh, the Jets and the points. I'd also like to parlay this, Jeff, with the under because there's no George Kittle. There's no Debo Samuel. This is going to be a low-scoring game in my uh, estimation. You can do that. There is absolutely no prize for it. Gina, uh. <laughs> Chiefs uh, are at the Chargers. They're right here in, in Los Angeles at SoFi. I believe the Chargers are at SoFi. They're no longer playing in the soccer stadium, correct? They're allowed to use SoFi. Uh, they're, uh, the Chiefs are, getting, are, are giving sorry eight and a half points. They're favored by eight and a half points over the Chargers right here in Los Angeles, the Chargers home field. Yeah, I was just going to say, I don't know anything about sports, but I know during a pandemic, there's no home field advantage, especially on a field they've never played on. So you got to stick with the Chiefies, right? Uh, yeah. Go for it. Eight and a half, you, you know, oh, it's over a touchdown. But yeah, the Chiefs are, you know, the, when the when it's 35-24, then you'll be happy you took the Chiefs. All right, Rams are playing Philadelphia at Philadelphia. Rams are uh, playing Philadelphia. They're currently giving one at Philadelphia, so it's just almost a push. Well, uh, you know, giving one at Philly, who played poorly but led most of the game last week against Washington. Yeah, I think was it Carson Wentz? Is is Carson Wentz their quarterback? Is the yeah Eagles quarterback? Yeah, yeah, he got sacked like five times. He's a good internalizer. Like after the games, like I played like crap. I got to play better. You know, this week he's a competitor. I do worry sometimes. I I don't know why, but I oftentimes root for the team. My team is playing to have won the week before because I feel like they come out with a little sense of urgency when they lose. And Carson Wentz is like going to prove to everyone he's you know he's going to have a good game to offset his uh, last game. Uh, that being said, Miles Sanders coming back too for the Eagles this week. He did not play last week. He's their starting running back. Uh, That being said. It's a one-point game, which is basically pick pick him. He was sacked eight times on Sunday, Carson Wentz. So, you know, the the Rams are definitely looking at that game yeah, film and Donald's licking their chops. Nice. Right. Aaron Donald. Um, I'd say uh, Rams won. Philly lost. Uh, my dad's from Philly, so I hate Philly. And uh, <laughs> it's a one-point game with no real hometown advantage. And for that, I'll I'll go with my Rams. There you go. I will take the Packers giving six to the Lions at Lambeau Field. Talk about no home field advantage. That is one place where I really think there is a true home field advantage, the Lambeau leap, the whole thing. But even without it, 
I think the pack wins by 10. So I'm going Packers. All right. Let me uh, finish up with bet online football. Well, we're talking about it. It's here. People Falcons, Cowboys. I kind of like that guy. I like the Cowboys in that uh, particular game and uh, Patriots Seahawks. I had the Seahawks look damn good. Patriots look pretty good, but Seahawks, man, I like them in that one too. Forementioned Ram, Rams Eagles, a uh, lot of options to wager and uh, place that bet online from uh, spreads and totals to props. You get in on the season opening uh, bonuses and wager on wins and uh, division championship futures. Head to bet online today. Take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Visit betonline.ag, our exclusive partner at Podcast One. Don't forget, promo code Podcast One. You get your free sign-up bonus. Do it today. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All balls, all sports. Presented by Bet Online, your online sportsbook expert.